Hello, everybody. Welcome to Podcast Unite, episode nine. Today, I am joined by Oscar. Uh, and this is the special Nintendo Switch Extravaganza edition. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So uh, if you were not aware, uh, a few days ago, Nintendo showed off the Nintendo Switch uh, officially in the Nintendo Switch presentation. And this episode is going to be all about that, all about the Nintendo Switch, all about the things that they announced. So this will be uh, not quite the same as a usual episode would be. However, this will still be the intro here. We're going to just do some small talking. Then we're going to go into the news, and that's when we're going to just break down everything they talked about during the presentation and the, um, you know, all the press releases and uh, the Treehouse Live event and all that stuff. Uh, so all the information they released in the last couple of days. Um, and then in the topic, we're going to round up all the predictions we uh, put out in the last episode and see who actually won. And then in the pitch... Um, we're not going to pitch a new game. Instead, what we're going to do is we're going to uh, list some games that we would like to see on the Switch. I specifically have some uh, local multiplayer games that are available on other platforms that I think would be a perfect fit for the Switch. Um, so, yeah. Yes. Uh, and I have also made some predictions. Or not predictions, but games that I would like to see for the Switch. Yeah. Uh, so how are you doing this fine midday? Fine day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing good, actually. It's it's really nice uh, to have a it's weekend, so no more school for now. Yeah, I say that, but I'm going to actually study <laughs> a bit today. But it's it's uh, it's good. It's good. All how right. are you? Yeah, I'm great. I'm great. Um, just have had a really long break uh i i mean i i what's it called dropped out of uh of school so i've just really kind of taken advantage of this time where i literally have no responsibilities and it's so <laughs> fucking amazing <laughs> yeah uh i've been playing a lot of games i've actually gone back to a lot of games on my ps4 to actually kind of finish them um so yeah, I've been come come back and just kind of play games that you just. I mean, there's a there's a lot of times, and everyone do this in games where you just you play a game and then you kind of finish it, but you don't really finish it. You know, yeah, like you have collectibles or challenges or something like that left in the game. So yeah. I just kind of done like clean up like that and just kind of gone back to games that I enjoyed like a year or two ago. You know. Yeah, that's that's nice. It's like you forget a lot more than you think. It's like. Um, well, it's like watching a movie, basically, that you haven't seen for a while. Often there is more than you think that you can like appreciate now that you actually didn't appreciate as much the first time because you didn't notice them or whatever. Yeah. It's just, it's good to rewatch and redo stuff. Yeah, and I also got some new games. Uh, I got the original Gravity Rush remastered. We talked a little bit about Gravity Rush before this. Oscar thinks it looks cool. I like the game. <laughs> so I played the original back on PlayStation Vita yeah. in like 2012, I think. Yeah, it was like a launch window game for the, the Vita. The year when everybody, like the world ended. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it was like, rush. we need to play Gravity Rush because the world's gonna end. No. Gravity will <laughs> fuck up and we need to have experience beforehand. Yeah. Gravity Rush is the way to go. Yeah, so they released the remaster for PlayStation 4 uh, earlier last year. Uh, since uh, like Gravity Rush 2 was supposed to come out on Vita but since no one was <laughs> since the Vita was just kind of a a failure yeah. they just like okay let's let's make a remaster for the PS4 and then we make Gravity Rush for PS Gravity <laughs> Rush 2 for PS4 and just say it was made for PS4 all along it makes perfect yeah, sense let's just never do that happened. Vita never happened <laughs> yeah it's just never happened let's this not even worry game. about it let's, let's not let's not drag it down with this with this uh, portable yeah. Vita console. It well, let's just put it on something that will work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh but yeah, so I'm really excited for Gravity Rush 2. I pre-ordered it. It's coming out next week on the 18th. So I'm super excited about that. Uh so yeah, I, I played uh Gravity Rush Remastered, so I played through the entire game again. 100 percent of it, platinum did. Uh fucking amazing game. It's a yeah. it's a must play for anyone who has PlayStation Four or PlayStation Vita. It's At really least good. check it out to yeah. see what it is because it's pretty fucking cool, actually. Yeah, it's super cool. Um, Gravity Rush. I want to have those powers in real life. Yeah, uh, if you don't know what Gravity Rush is, it's this game. It's kind of a it's like a superhero game. Uh, you play as this girl named Cat, uh, and she has a cat that's not named Cat. It's called Dusty. <laughs> This is so inverted. <laughs> Everything's um, wrong. And her superpower is what they call in the world as gravity shifting. So basically, when you press uh, R1 on your controller, you start hovering in midair. And then you go into this like aiming mode and you get to aim anywhere in 360 degrees and just aim towards something and press R1 and you will fly towards that. Yeah, so basically shifting gravity to to that point. Yeah, so you're sh- shifting gravity in a direction and you can just walk on walls, you can use to fly and all this different stuff. It's a really awesome game. The gameplay is awesome. The story is really amazing. They have this, like, and they explore the kind of, um, the kind of themes that I really like in sci-fi, which is just time and stuff like that, so... It's um it's really awesome. I really recommend it to everyone. And Gravity Rush 2 will tie up all the loose ends that they had in the original Gravity Rush. Sadly, this are going to be the only two games in the series. Uh, it's not selling very well. But maybe very they well. maybe they will make a great story. It's like if you have a game that's not like um, selling enough to pump out games uh, 100 years uh, a week. Uh, Maybe maybe they'll just go for like yeah let's make a good game and uh, yeah. a nice compelling story and uh, just leave it as a artwork or like uh, what they call a masterpiece. Yeah, and they they also released this like animated short uh, that takes place between Gravity Rush and Gravity Rush Two, and it's just really weird. It's just Cat and her friend Raven just eating food. <laughs> <laughs> this is what entertainment has come down to <laughs> like this it's just they're just talking about do we eat too much no let's just eat more <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's that sounds weird, pretty anyway. good I need to see that shit <laughs> <laughs> anyway so um, today is all about Switch yeah today is all about the Nintendo Switch uh, so how about we get into into the news yeah 
All right, so we'll see you after this. All right, it's time for the news. So how about we just uh, we just jump right into into the main thing, which is the the price of the Nintendo Switch. How about you present the price to me, Oscar? Okay, so the price of the Nintendo Switch is two hundred ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents. Yep, and that is the so, MSRP. So that is like the suggested retail the suggested retail price of the system. Obviously, it would it will vary depending on the retailer. Um, I'm not familiar with uh, the current prices of the consoles, but I think this is very very good price. Very good. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a really I it's definitely on the top end of what would have been uh, acceptable. Mm. Uh, I would have I think the uh, two fifty would have been the best um, the best uh, price, mainly because just that would have been like yeah it's it's like that, that would have been, been enough, really like, cheap yeah two ninety nine is definitely towards the 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 top end side of what what they could have priced it and i think they know that they couldn't have priced it more than 299 <laughs> <laughs> that's probably yeah. why it is 299 because this thing is packing some really really expensive tech yeah the exp- for being such a small console that uh, must be able to show games uh, portable when it's yeah when it's not locked in its uh, hub yeah, it's, just uh, it requires some fancy stuff. Yeah, so basically, I've heard that its size is ba- it, it's almost comparable to a DVD case. Whoa. Yeah, so basically, just think about think about this for a second. This device is more powerful than a Wii U in the size of a DVD case, and yeah. in this size, it also has a screen. It has like accelerometer shit and all that stuff actually it doesn't have that in this in the unit it has it in the controllers but anyway the controllers are still super small uh and yeah and these controllers like you saw as if you have seen the presentation they have this like super weird moment when they uh tell you that you can actually (laughs) uh feel how many ice cubes they have in a glass that was so iconic (laughs) that was really fucking cool though i mean it was weird but it was really cool I, I like I thought of that too. Like that's the thing I remember most about the presentation. I like <laughs> that you remember it too. It's like, how many ice cubes are there in the glass? Yeah, I mean, when I'm just thinking about it, like I don't think I would be able to distinguish how many ice cube ice cubes are in a real glass. So <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be the like the switch thing. Switch thing. It's gonna be one of the new dank memes. How many <laughs> ice cubes? And then ice the, cube the, challenge. <laughs> how many yeah. ice cubes are in the glass can you feel that with an xbox controller <laughs> fuck no xbox go home okay so yeah xbox. they have like uh, what they call the hd rumble which is a very it's more comparable to the htc vive rumbles of what i've heard so yeah this 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 is like uh a whole bunch of really really high-end uh, force feedback uh, motors inside these controllers. So that's obviously very expensive. And then they have like next generation motion controls and all that. Uh, as well as the right Joy-Con controller has this IR motion camera. 
Uh, do you remember yeah. that in when when he like he's like holding it up and he says that it can it can sense the difference between rock paper and scissors? Yeah, exactly. I remember that. I didn't understand what he meant, but yeah, they also that. they uh, we're gonna talk more about the games later. But it, there's this game called One Two Switch, and this is basically cool. this is basically the Wii Sports of the Switch, basically. And it looks really fun. Yeah, uh, and what it is, it's a game that is all based around the features in the Joy-Cons. You're basically not using the screen at all. And there's this one minigame that's just super weird. You hold <laughs> you hold the controller up against your mouth, like a, a decimeter or two from your mouth, and then you open your mouth and you, tell, uh, you say... Uh, and the game will say like, okay, uh, just hold it there until we uh, until we recognize it. And then what you're doing after it's it's basically an eating contest. So after you when the game starts, you're supposed to open and close your mouth as fast as possible. <laughs> and this is recognized by the IR um, by the IR motion camera. Jesus Christ, this is some WarioWare shit right here. <laughs> yeah, like because just imagine what fucking WarioWare comes to this console. I'm gonna. F- yeah, it's gonna be amazing. And and uh, I I thought when you said there's this weird game in the one to switch, I thought you were gonna uh, talk about the one where you milk the cow. Oh, that's even weird. <laughs> that's so weird. It's just like go thoroughly. It's like okay. <laughs> that's just the weirdest fucking game. Look of each all other time. in the eye and milk milk the cow. Yeah, that's like not even weird. <laughs> that's not even weird at all. But that's so, why I think the Switch will succeed. It's, I don't know, it's just, it's fun. Yeah, it's weird. It's fun. Okay, so what is actually included with the 299 base set? You get the Switch console, the Switch dock. You get both the, the left and the right Joy-Cons, of course. You get Joy-Con wrist straps for, the, for either Joy-Con. And what this is... Uh, this is kind... It is not just a wrist strap, like on the Wii... Um, the Wii remote, it is actually more like a, like an attachment thing that will give it a little more bulk and some more real uh, shoulder buttons, which is a, a good thing. It'll make it more comfortable to hold. And then you also get the Joy-Con grip, which we've seen in the trailer. It's the controller that you can slot the Joy-Cons into. Yeah. And then you also get a high-speed HDMI cable. And high-speed. And this is and this is my biggest concern with what you actually get in the console in the box. You only get one AC adapter. Wait, uh, AC adapter. Uh, I know what that is, but I don't know what that is. Power cable. All right. Yeah. So you only get one, and this is my biggest problem with it. It's basically like, obviously, like it has a USB C cord on it, of course, so you can yeah. charge it anywhere. But basically, unless you buy a separate charger. That's true. You can only charge your, or you have a USB-C charger, of course. You can and only you can charge only your switch place. in in the dock or disconnect your dock. Yeah. So that's gonna be kind of cumbersome. Obviously, I'm gonna buy a separate charger. I'm not gonna disconnect my switch every time. Disconnect my switch dock every time I need to charge it while playing handheld. Yeah, I guess that's the point. I guess. They're going to make mad cash and then they're going to buy like the world because they're going to get rich <laughs> of this because you have to buy like an another uh, 
AC adapter. <laughs> However, this is now kind of un unfamiliar to Nintendo fans. Like as we both know, here in Europe and I think Japan, you don't actually get an AC adapter with new 3DSs. You don't get one at all. You, yeah, you don't I get mean, a, a power cable. Um, yeah, like remember with the the new 3DSs. Yeah. Yeah, you only get the system. You don't get uh, AC adapters. That's true. Yeah. Now I had the AC adapter, so that wasn't yeah, a problem. Uh, but yeah, that's otherwise I've been fucking screwed. Yeah. Uh, so you have to buy it, buy them separately, and obviously that's cost cutting um, thing from Nintendo's part. Yeah. So uh, it, I I I don't think it's that weird that they actually only include one AC adapter, but. Uh, I mean, it would have been a nice convenience if they included two, but uh, yeah, that's the case. So, about the... Yeah, exactly. Were there any more accessories? Uh, yeah, so we're going to get to accessories just after this. So, there, uh, the Switch will come in two different versions. They're both the same. They're both the same price. The only difference is that uh, the colors of the Joy-Cons are different. So, in the, in the first version, you get two gray Joy-Cons. And in the second version, you get one blue Joy-Con and one red Joy-Con. Wait, it was neon blue and yeah, neon, neon red, blue I and think. neon red. <laughs> so this is kind of weird that you get like different colors. I mean, it's kind of cool because yeah, like oh, blue is player one and red is player two, you know. But yeah, uh, yeah it's kind of weird. Um, but yeah, uh, let's get to the accessories. So the accessories are very expensive. <laughs> yeah. They're very expensive. So we have the Nintendo Switch oh, Pro exactly. Controller at $69.99. And what's cool about this uh, about this Pro Controller is that it actually has motion controls and rumble, which the Wii U Pro Controller didn't. Yeah. And it also has the Amiibo functionality, actually. Huh, that's cool, too. I didn't know that. <laughs> so yeah, so you can scan a... Amiibos on the Pro Controller. That's good. Yeah. It's a better Pro Controller, basically. It has everything it should have. Yeah. Very well thought out. Yeah. Uh, and good thing to point out why this, you may ask yourself, like, why is this so much more expensive than the PlayStation 4 controller? The PlayStation 4 controller has rumble and motion controls too. Uh, the Nintendo Switch uses way, uses what they call HD rubble and better motion controls. So that is what's making all of these accessories more expensive. Yeah. Um, the fact it that they're that using this is like the first time ever that Nintendo actually uses um, really new um, technology. New technology, right? Yeah, because it seems like uh, Nintendo is really, you know, the the other companies they speak about like how strong is the console and uh, how how many pixels can we push out, but Nintendo is actually having uh, a lot of things that are more like uh, advanced when it comes to rumble features and yeah. uh, just motion the hardware motion. just like the hardware quality and hardware just functionality yeah. it's a lot more advanced than what the PlayStation 4 and Xbox one can do but yeah that the PlayStation brings more immersion uh, immersion into gaming that's like you can yeah. uh, make a lot of different things yeah yeah. So, uh, next up here are the Joy-Con controllers. They can be bought in gray, blue, red, and one set with one red and one blue. And oh, I didn't notice this, actually. Uh, so, with the if you buy the console that has one red and one blue, then you can buy the separate um, Joy-Con set, and then you get the actual inverted colors. Oh, so, that's pretty nice. 
in in the set you get a left blue and a right red, and in the separate set you get a left red and a right blue. So, so yeah. Cool. So if you buy if you buy the um, the neon blue neon red switch set and then buy the separate set, you basically get a red set and a blue set, mm. which could be an so alternative if you want to have multiple colors. Yeah, the, the like the really uh, there's gonna be that one guy who has like a whole red set basically, <laughs> yeah. like a red NX no switch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so and you can also buy Joy-Con separately for fifty bucks. Uh, and oh oh yeah, I didn't say that. Uh, the Joy-Con controller set comes, costs eighty bucks, which is a lot of money. So yeah, you can buy them separately for fifty bucks, and this is probably because you're going to lose these things. <laughs> <laughs> so you can buy them separately if you were to lose one, which is a good thing. But then you don't have to buy a full set because you lost one or something. Hmm. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then we also have the Joy-Con charging grip, which is 30 bucks. Uh, and I think it's interesting that it's called the Joy-Con charging grip because this will actually charge the Joy-Cons as, uh, with, uh, when you have them in there. So that means that the Joy-Cons actually have a battery as well. They obviously have batteries, otherwise you wouldn't be yeah, able to I'm, use I'm them. Yeah, I'm sorry, wireless. that's stupid. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> uh, but that, that is actually a good point. Uh, the fact, and they named, they uh, mentioned this during the uh, Treehouse uh, live stream, and that is that the Joy-Cons will basically just charge passively as you use them. The, the Switch console will charge them, the charging grip will charge them. So basically, at the, that point where you're going to use them separately, you don't really have to care about their battery power, because they will almost always be fully charged. Hmm. So that brings the question, why do we have a charging grip? To charge them. Yeah. And to make it I mean, into a more uh, normal controller when you're playing it on the TV. Ah, uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, all right, so we also have a separate dock set, and that's ninety bucks, which is also very expensive. Um, my kind of what I think is a very good thing about this is that yeah, you can buy separate docking stations, uh, and what this makes you able to do is obviously you get one dock in the system. So if you have a house, let's say you have a house and you have multiple televisions in your house, so you can have one dock at one television, and you can have one dock at another television, and you only need one Switch console, and you can go f between these televisions and just dock your Switch between them. Yeah. And that's super this, cool. That's so useful. I always, I would have really liked that when I was younger and just um, used my Xbox on my parents' bigger TV, and then I had a small TV in my room. Yeah, exactly. That's that's like, oh, let's play a game together, and you just bring your Switch out into the living room, you know? Yeah, exactly. That would be so and simple. And it's so small. Yeah. So much better. And then there's also the Joy-Con wheel. Uh, you get a set of two in every box. Um, since the, the left Joy-Con and the right Joy-Con are different, you can use the same wheel for both. So that's why you get two wheels. So this is just for the Super Mario um, Deluxe. Mario Kart Super Deluxe. Mario Kart yeah, any driving Deluxe. game, basically. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, these are all the accessories. Obviously, there will be third-party accessories as well. But we're not going to go into that. All right. <laughs> so here we go with the next story here. And that is the, the Nintendo Switch battery life will be... 
range from will range from two point five hours to six hours. How do you well, feel about that battery life? I feel that it's pretty good. I suppose it's not as much as it needs to be. Kind of if you want to bring it with you. Yeah. I think, but it's it's what to be expected. I mean, we could have just gotten three hours and that tops. Yeah, but something six hours. Pretty good. Yeah, something that was uh, very nice that they said during the presentation, and that is that uh, since the Nintendo Switch is using the official USB standards for charging, you can use any battery packs for it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so there will obviously be like battery pack accessories for this thing, and you can buy just uh, standalone batteries and all that, all uh, stuff like that. So like with. the like with Pokemon Go. People had uh, chargers for their phone when they have Pokemon Go USB chargers. Yeah. Mm. Now you can have that with your Switch. Yeah, I I would imagine there will be some kind of charging case or something for the Switch, uh, as well, like some kind of battery that you can put on the back of it, um, mm. and charge while it, that will give it a longer battery life. Uh, I definitely I I think I'm going to buy a separate battery this time around, uh, get for this thing. Uh, yeah. yeah, so next here is that the Nintendo Switch is finally region-free. Yes, that is that's awesome. so good. That's, that's really so good. good. Um, all the Nintendo Switch consoles have been region-locked. However, the, the DS wasn't region-locked, and I don't know if Game Boy was region-locked or not. Wait, I don't think so... It was. But the, the Switch is not region locked, which means that if a game comes out in, let's say, Japan... Yeah, you can import it and play it on your European or exactly. American Switch. So if it's not supposed to be like uh, translated, you just buy the Japanese version. Or maybe here, if we're here in Europe and uh, Pokemon Prism comes out in America and Nintendo says, <laughs> yes, we'll get the, the European version ready in a year, we can yeah. play the the yeah. American version. Yeah. And uh, I mean, the, the the game that we started this channel with was Dead or Alive Extreme 3. <laughs> and we were able to play that thanks to the PS4 being region free. So I, I imported that game from Japan. So if the PS4 wasn't region free, uh, we wouldn't be able to play that game. And that's the same case with the Switch. So this is really good. Like, obviously, there are Japanese exclusive games that sometimes we may or may not want to play. So now you can just import those games and play them. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So, um, yeah, now we're going to switch gears a little bit and we're going to talk about the presentation and their Treehouse live stream. So basically, what did we think about the way Nintendo handled the reveal of the Switch? So... Um, obviously, they they re officially revealed the Switch back in October with the Switch video. However, this is kind of where they went a little more nitty-gritty into the details and all that about the system. So, personally, I felt like the presentation was unnecessary. I think that should have been a uh, Nintendo Direct. Um, I felt like the, presen the presentation being in Japanese really heard it uh since this is a global presentation 
it should have been in English. It should have been in a language that most people understand. Um, and but it, it was a problem that was easily um, easily able to we were able to go get over it since it was like live translated. But yeah, the other thing is that there were some really awkward moments during the presentation. The presentation didn't really show anything like they they had like very few games but the trailer the things that they actually showed were good but there wasn't enough enough there like if you look at the the games which we're going to do later like there are so there's so few amount of games for the system uh which is worrying a little bit but anyway uh, what do you think what did you feel about the presentation yeah it's when I watched the presentation, I thought it was really good. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I felt it was like, even though it wasn't Japanese, it was kind of very broad. It felt like Nintendo was really aiming to bring the whole, like the world together, like all people. It felt like they were a really serious, uh, com uh, like serious competitions. It feels like they're really stepping up their game and inviting everyone uh, to try uh, their gaming applications like uh, people who had not been gaming before and uh, just like it just felt really accessible somehow and it felt like felt like they were it felt really professional that's my biggest problem with the presentation I don't know why why did they have to be so serious about it <laughs> like it's a fucking video game like why do you have to be this serious about the shit yeah. like there's like oh this is so serious and all oh, we gotta have these <laughs> these interactive applications or whatever like they used the, the fucking most the most professional name they could have found for everything they, they used in this presentation and like why? Yeah. This is a fucking game console. This is supposed to be fun. Games are supposed to be fun. And you're making this thing look like it's a fucking spreadsheet. Like it's <laughs> the way they showed it off, it just wasn't fun. And but then again, it's like Nintendo has always had the the fun aspect. It's uh it's like all already they have already sold to that uh to those people who want that. It's like uh, now they are trying to impress people who think that Nintendo is just a console for no that they only do kiddie stuff but I uh, no I don't I don't know like the, the thing is like this this presentation was obviously in uh, in charge by uh, Nintendo of Japan and every comedic thing that we've seen about Nintendo comes from Nintendo of America so yeah and obviously the Nintendo Directs are ch in charge by Nintendo of America and mainly and all this stuff. You got Reggie and you got Bill Trinan and all of these people on, on, the, on the Nintendo of America team. And obviously like the only times when, when uh, the people from Japan are actually in kind of comedic um, situations are when they are with the people from Nintendo America. So like Shigeru Miyamoto and Eiji Onoma when they were like, oh, when's the when's um, uh, <laughs> Zelda coming out? And they were like, we don't know. 
<laughs> we don't know. Yeah. Nobody knows. <laughs> yeah, like Nintendo of Japan would have never let him do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, however, when we actually left the presentation and we started seeing everything on its own and we started seeing the the Treehouse live stream and the press releases and that extremely hilarious um, parental controls video, we see that Nintendo is fun and this presentation wasn't. But I think that this presentation was almost more pointed towards developers also uh, than uh, than the users. It felt like they were uh, actively trying to make people uh, like uh, get a good grip of what the system is capable of. It wasn't really about... I mean, it felt like they were really just selling the Switch more. It, yeah. And, and getting people to develop for it. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm exaggerating a little bit. Obviously, it was fine. It was a fine presentation, but... It should have just been fun. I I personally think, and you obviously with the presentation, you get all these awkward moments where, like, all yeah. of these all the people that are actually sitting in the room, they're like serious business people and games media and that stuff. Like mm. this is not a pre, this is not like uh, some kind of uh, stand up comedy or some yeah some kind of some kind of acting thing like you know where you're supposed to make a performance like this is a presentation and when you see like the splatoon 2 guy and he like and he's standing there talking about splatoon 2 like it's some fucking uh uh scientific report yeah <laughs> like, that was pretty funny though yeah and he, he makes that weird <laughs> pose and <laughs> several times and like everybody was just silent I thought, are they going to clap or something? But everybody yeah. was here silent. And he still continued. Yeah, and like, that's... Uh, you can just see, like, if this was a Nintendo Direct, that would have yeah. been so much better. That would have fit in perfectly. But let's be honest. Nintendo Directs are very much aimed at people who already are very familiar with Nintendo. It's aimed at... Yeah, but uh, this presentation was supposed to be as well. Like, no one watched this presentation unless they knew about the Switch. But this presentation, I think it was very grandiose. It was very grand. And people like from every, uh, like everyone can watch this. And if they don't know Nintendo, they'll watch this and they'll be like, yeah, those are a big company. They can, uh, okay, that sounds really weird. But it feels like people who are not like already um, yeah, uh, I, sold I get... over Nintendo products will enjoy this more than a Nintendo Direct. A I Nintendo get what you mean, but wouldn't work. Basically, like if if that's if that's your like um, your definition for a company that is uh, serious by yeah. just showing their balls, like that's all like <laughs> oh we have money. Look at this big thing yeah you know like that's 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 not what matters i feel like when you when you see these like nintendo direct videos and they're funny and they're they're quick they're like like okay here's one and here's two here's three here's four here's five you know like they just like get to the point all the time and with this presentation was like here's one yeah here's 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 two you know like it was just a lot of filler that didn't need to be there. But, and with a presentation, let's be honest, because it's like the Nintendo Wii U. There has been a Wii U era now. Yeah. And the Nintendo Direct is a part of that Wii U era. 
And now they need to do new things to bring in a new audience, basically. And I think that's what Nintendo is doing. They're shedding their old, uh, like, uh, let's say, their, their old image. They are image. still doing directs, though. They announced the Fire Emblem direct. Yeah, but it's still, they're, like, trying to get new people in. And uh, they're, yeah, they're, they're getting into the mobile market. They're, they are going very grand with this uh, Nintendo uh, Switch announce, uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, so it, it feels like they're really trying to step up their game, basically. Yeah, uh, I mean, I get what they're trying to do with it, but I just feel like they failed going there. Um, anyway, let's let's move on. Uh, I I really like the the Treehouse live stream though. That was really that was really nice. Um, anyway, let's move on. So the next story we have here is the Nintendo Switch. Uh, game cases. What do you think about what how they look? What they look like? The Nintendo Switch game cases. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I have. Uh, I'm looking at them now. I haven't seen them, but it's looking pretty good. Yeah. And the, the Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild is pretty amazing. Yeah, it's a nice box art. Uh, I'll. Uh, maybe I'll put up some pictures on the screen right now. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, um, so what I really like about... Uh, actually, no, what I don't like about these cases is that they seem to be uh, thinner. They th they seem to be shorter than um, a, a standard DVD or Blu-ray case. Yeah, there seem to be... Uh, do you mean like the width of Narrow. Them seem they to seem be... to be narrower. Yeah. And I really don't like long. that because that's going to make everything look so weird in your, <laughs> in your bookcase or whatever. The, the images, the art is really good. Yeah, I mean, they look really beautiful. My, I, I think they should have been red. They should have totally been red. I don't know why they're not red. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's a fine... It's a fine design. They look kind of look like PSP cases. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll see more when they actually come out. I haven't really thought about how they, they would look like. And it's really surprising that they're not like um, the same width as normal DVD cases. And I haven't really been thinking about Switch when it comes to games either, if it's going to be discs or if it's going to be cartridges or... I, yeah, mean, I mean, nowadays, most people download. There are cartridges. We, we know they're kind of 3DS-style cartridges. Okay. Actually, more yeah, PS Vita-style cartridges, to be honest. Called yeah, game but that's cards. Refreshing. Yeah. So let's move on to the actual games for the system, which is actually what's important. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously we have The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Uh, they showed off some more, a lot of new footage for the Switch version of the game, and it looks fucking beautiful. Uh, and they also showed off a, they also sh showed off special editions for Breath of the Wild. So they showed off sp the special edition and the master edition. Hmm. So the special um, the special edition includes, let's see, it uh, the special edition includes the the game obviously. 
It includes a 24-song soundtrack, a Sheikah Eye collectible coin, a Nintendo Switch Sheikah Slate carrying case, a Relic of Hyrule Calamity Ganon tapestry and weather-worn map. So that's hmm. what the special edition includes. And the master edition includes all that, plus the, a master sword statue. So what do you think about this? I want it. It's expensive, but I, uh, and I can't <laughs> buy it. <laughs> I wanted it expensive, and I can't buy it. That's, that's a good summary Case of it. Point. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah uh, it looks really cool. Obviously, the game looks awesome. I'm definitely going to buy the game. I'm probably not going to buy this uh, this special edition. Uh, but yeah. Though it's awesome. Yeah. And uh, also some more information about Zelda Breath of the Wild is that the file size will be 13.4 gigabytes on Nintendo Switch. So yeah, it will take up about, about a third, a little more than a third of the internal memory of the Switch which is 32 gigabytes, by the way, expandable with micro SDXC uh, cards. So I think the biggest, if you're not, <laughs> if you're within a reasonable pricing, the, I think the largest uh, micro SD card is at 256 gigabytes. Yeah, that's pretty solid. It's, it's good enough for most people. Yeah. Uh, yeah, right. so... Uh, that's going to be epic. Yeah. But you know what's going to be more epic? What's going to be more epic? Super, Ma Super Mario, Super Mario Odyssey. Odyssey. Taking points from old Greek. Now they're uh, doing an, uh, a Super Mario Odyssey where you had to fight uh, Cyclopses and uh, uh, no. ride through uh, old uh, Greek. <laughs> no, actually not. <laughs> Super Mario Odyssey takes place in New Donk City. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, if you New Donk City? Yeah. Yeah, it's New Donk City. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> Sip Mario Odyssey is the new 3D Mario game that we saw in the Switch video. Um, it will come out in holiday 2017, uh, which is uh, a very, I think it's a very appropriate point to, to release a Mario game. Yeah, everybody's going to buy it that yeah. has a Switch. It's going to be the yeah. most sold uh, Wii game. It's also going to be a very good system seller. This game is definitely going to sell Switch consoles as well. Yeah. Um, Especially if, for if you've seen the trailers and everything, because it's, it's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, it looks, it looks super cool. Uh, so yeah, it, it looks awesome. The only thing I don't like about it is that there is this kind of real life section of the game where that takes place in like the real world in New in Donk City New, that is. New Donk City. And there are real people walking around. <laughs> and I'm getting some really not satisfactory Sonic Adventure vibes about it. And I don't want this to be the Sonic Adventure of the Mario franchise. But if if we pause the trailer at about uh, let's say 40 seconds, we see Mario jumping off a building like he's gonna suicide. And uh, <laughs> Luckily, I don't think he's going to suicide. But what we see is that New Donk City is actually only a small platform or something. It's it's uh, Yeah, it's got these edges on it. And it's going to be interesting to see what that is all about. Yeah. But yeah, uh, it's not all 
it's not only in New Dunk City, it also takes place in these very colorful and imaginable worlds where like there's like this desert area that looks like Mexico. <laughs> or like <laughs> a very stereotypical Mexico. version of Mexico. There is this very great wall in the background. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, basically, I think the, the main concept was that uh, Mario is uh, branching out of his uh, dimension or something of uh, Mushroom Kingdom. Yeah, like after the Super Mario Galaxy, everyone was like, oh, what's the next step? Like Super Mario <laughs> Universe? And obviously by now we know it's dimension jumping. <laughs> <laughs> Going, yeah, exactly. This, this like, it probably has realism in it and also has non-realism in it. Yeah. Because it's going to be several worlds. I think it's kind of like Super Mario 64 when I saw it. Because, yeah, they, you know, they did say that this game is going to be a lot more akin to Super Mario 64 and Super Mario Sunshine. Uh, it's it's going to be a big sandbox game. There are going to be these hub worlds and um, like worlds with multiple objectives and all that stuff. Yeah. So I'm super excited about that. That is, That's exactly what I wanted from this game. Uh, the only thing I hope is that the real world thing about this game is not weird. I hope they yeah. do it in a good way and all that stuff. Because that's the only worry I have about the game, that we're going to get I a new Sonic Adventure. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I thought about Sonic Adventure 2 when I when I saw this trailer, and I really think that they're somehow they're making the right moves. It's like Nintendo is actually avoiding the mistakes that Sega did, and I Barney think it's though. gonna work. <laughs> <Barney> <laughs> I think so. <laughs> All right, there can be miracles when you believe. So let's <laughs> talk about the lineup of games for the Nintendo Switch, other than Zelda and Mario. So we have the launch lineup of games, which is uh, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, 1-2 Switch, Super, Bom uh, Super Bomberman R, Skylanders Imaginators, and Just Dance 2017. Uh, it's a very weak mm. lineup, um, I think. But uh, obviously Zelda headlines the lineup and everyone's going to buy Zelda. I don't think no anyone's going to buy the Switch and not buy Zelda. Yeah. Uh, at That's least until more games comes out. Like, if you're buying it in the launch period, you're not going to buy anything else than Zelda. <laughs> Super Bomberman. You're going to buy Super Bomberman, right? Uh, actually, Super Bomberman looks pretty cool, but I don't know. Uh, that's going to be if I'm getting really <laughs> desperate for games. Uh, one to Switch looks cool, but if that's a full price game, I don't know if that's worth, like, 60 bucks. I hope they include it like they did in the They're, they're not. Wii. It's not. It's not a packing game. That's really sad because, yeah, you know... This should so have been Wii a packing game. It should have totally been a packing game. Yeah. It's a perfect packing because, game. Because Wii Sport, uh, it's the most sold game, basically. And it's because it yeah. came with the Wii. And the Wii and the Wii Sports. It's like people bought the Wii and they played the Wii Sports and maybe they didn't even buy another game. It was people... It was good. Yeah, it was good enough. Should have come with the system. So yeah, here we all have some other major releases. Uh, so uh, maybe I'll put this picture up on screen as well. Uh, so yeah, they have they have a lot of. Um, they put up this picture on Twitter with like the major releases for for the system. So in March we have Snipper Clips, which looks like a really cool game actually. Uh, we have Fast RMX, Fast Remix maybe. Uh, it looks like fast, um, what's it called? Um, fast Racing uh, Neo. 
Yeah, exactly. Let's see. Uh, okay, I have a, a news story here. So, following the, in the footsteps of Fast Racing Neo, Fast Remix has been announced for Nintendo Switch. Revealed as part of the Nintendo Switch ro- uh, showcase, uh, Fast Remix will release on the Switch. There will no official blah blah blah. I've been revealed a feature 15 vehicles, blah blah. Run at 1080p, 60fps. Uh, yeah, it seems like just kind of a remixed version of uh, Fast Racing Neo on on uh, Nintendo uh, Wii U. Yeah. All right. So uh, next up, we have Has Been Heroes, which is an it's the like this rogue uh, this uh, roguelike RPG uh, made by the people behind Trine. Uh, looks hmm. all right. Not my kind of game. Um, then we also have, on April 28th, we have Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, which is probably one of the games I'm most excited for, because I fucking love Mario Kart. <laughs> yeah, yeah this it's going to be epic. Yeah, this is kind of what was rumored prior to, to the reveal of the Switch. Like, the, there were rumors that there were going to be, like, enhanced Double ports. Dash. Like, enhanced ports of, um, of, Mario, of uh, Wii U games. And this is mm. one of those games. Uh, this is basically like Mario. This is Mario Kart 8 on Wii U with new stuff, and it runs better. It's, it runs in 1080p, 60fps, in all moments of the game except when you're playing portably, which is 720p, 60fps. Uh, and if you don't know, with the Wii U version ran in 720p, and it ran in 60fps with one or two players, and 30fps with three or four players. And basically, the Switch runs in 60 FPS at all times. Uh, they also have a new real battle mode instead of the fucking half-assed battle mode they did in the original game. They have the Inklings. They have um, King Boo, Dry Bones, and Bowser Jr. Uh, so yeah, this looks like an awesome version of Mario Kart 8. And if you didn't play Mario Kart 8 on Wii U, or if you did play Mario Kart 8 on Wii U, this seems like something that is worth buying for whether you played it or not. Yeah, definitely. All right, so we also have the spring 2017 window, which is ARMS. ARMS is one of the new IPs uh, announced by Nintendo. Uh, It's like this boxing game with people that have like springs for ARMS. Yeah, it looks really cool. It's it's kind of looks like, uh, what's it called? Pokemon Tournament, but it looks a lot more fun and uh, (laughs) just like it's, it's, Looks really colorful and nice. Yeah, my biggest issue, my my weirdest thing about the game is why is this a, why isn't this a punch out game? But it's I think it's good. Yeah, I, I, I like, agree. Yeah, I with what you say, but I think it should have been a punch out game like Punch Out Springs. <laughs> <laughs> punch Out Springs. That pretty much is what you do. You punch and you you, you your uh, arms become springs. <laughs> yeah, it looks it looks alright. I don't know if I'm gonna buy it or not. I'm not really much for motion controls. Um, it's also. I think that should have been a launch title. I yeah. think that Mario Kart should have been a launch title. I think that Arms should have been a launch title. Yep, that's pretty much yeah. pretty much right. Uh, so yeah, other spring 2017 games are Disgaea Five Complete, Puyo Puyo Tetris, and Rhyme. A rhyme. Uh, so if you don't if you don't know what Puyo do you know what Puyo Puyo Tetris is? No. So uh, Puyo Puyo is like this Sega-owned uh, uh, puzzle game, which is it's similar to Tetris. So this is basically Puyo Puyo cross Tetris. And <laughs> they were already <laughs> similar. Yeah, so, so basically, like, 
uh, you play Tetris one moment and then it switches and you start playing Puyo Puyo instead. <laughs> I don't really, I, I haven't seen much of it, but it looks weird. <laughs> All right, so we got you summer. you don't get it, we don't either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we got summer 2017, Splatoon 2. Splatoon 2 is, uh, people, everyone thought it was going to be like an enhanced port of Splatoon, but this is actually a lot more than that. Um... It, this is a, a proper sequel to Splatoon. It has like new story content. It has a lot more stages. I think it, include, it includes all the stages from the first game, but it has a lot of new stages. Uh, weapons has some tweaks to them and all that stuff. So yeah, it, it's actually a proper sequel, which I was surprised by. Mm. Uh, and then we have in autumn 2017, we have Elder Scrolls V Skyrim. That we've already seen, really, in earlier trailers. Yeah. I'm just feeling like, why why is Skyrim a thing on this thing? <laughs> why, yeah. is, why is this coming? Anyway. It's like Skyrim is going to be going on forever. Skyrim will be re-released. Re yeah. re it's going to be released every year. Yeah, and like I've, I've seen quite a bit of footage of Skyrim, and I just think every time, like, this doesn't look fun. <laughs> <laughs> Like I, I'm real. I really couldn't be less intrigued by Skyrim, honestly. Yeah, I mean, it's. I guess if we had like, there's a lot of people who like it. I guess I've tried to get into it. I don't have the time. I feel it's just like, it's a bit too heavy for me. Yeah. So next up is the biggest game on the Switch will be, which will be Super Mario Odyssey, coming in holiday 2017. Nice. Which we talked about earlier. So, in 2017, they also have Xenoblade Chronicles 2, Ultra Street Fighter 2, The Final Challengers, Minecraft, Sonic Mania, FIFA, I Am Setsuna, Steep, Siberia 3, NBA 2K, and Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2. Hmm. Uh, obviously, Why we is don't... Minecraft taking so long? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Uh, obviously, we're going to see a lot more... Uh, on uh, on E3 in E3 this year, as, as we can see, like they have a pretty robust lineup until uh, spring ends, and after that, it's a lot more like, yeah, we have games, but we don't really know. So we're obviously going to see a lot of games uh, announced at E3, I think. Yeah. So yeah. I, I I like that uh, during the presentation when they presented FIFA, it was like. It was super serious. It was like, yeah. we're going to bring the most sociable, the most played, the most best. The most best. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> the most best of all games. All the games you guys have made is inferior to <laughs> FIFA. FIFA is the best game. <laughs> so... We also have uh, that weren't in this like picture. We have some other like notable releases for the Switch. I'm gonna list up some of them here. We have Dragon Quest XI and Dragon Quest X. We have uh, Fire Emblem Warriors, um, Lego City Undercover, Minecraft Story Mode, Project Sonic 2017, Rayman Legends Definitive Edition. That's gonna um, be epic. Yeah, Shovel Knight. Uh, let's see, what else do we have here? Stardew Valley. Mm. Yeah. Ukulele, obviously. Uh, maybe. We don't know about ukulele. 
uh, specifically, but yeah. So how do you think? How do you feel about the game library generally of the Switch? I mean, it's enough. I feel actually because it's like it has the games that sell the the console. It has Zelda Breath of the Wild. It has Super Mario Odyssey. It also has some some social games, and that's what the console is mainly going to be used for. It's going to be a social console, like yeah. the one to Switch. Yeah. And uh, you know. I guess Super Bomberman is also a multiplayer game. Yeah, it's uh, it's one of uh, Bomberman is kind of one of these showcase games where you can like bring eight switches together and play multiplayer on each separate screens. You know. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Um, but yeah, just I'm I'm just really excited about the Switch. Like, this is uh, this is a console that you can. Like we could technically, like let's say we were to, uh, we had, we were like four people, you know, and we were to go somewhere, and we can just sit down, and everyone brings out their switch, and we can just play locally together on on each other on uh, our own switch. We could play online with the switch. We could have one switch, and we can just uh, share <laughs> controllers and play. Like, yeah, so many exactly. different ways to play this system. This is really a sociable gaming system and it's i feel like while uh the other gaming systems like the xbone and the ps4 has been going in one direction i think maybe this is actually a preferable direction of what gaming should be yeah like so. honestly like if this is actually uh, Obviously, we, we know exactly what the system is now. There's not really anything up in the air anymore uh, regarding mm. the actual system itself. And I can I can pretty much already say that this is going to be my favorite system of all time. Yeah, this system is probably yeah. going to change gaming forever. Yeah, like if you, if you just count hardware, like there's no system like this one. This is literally everything I want in a video game. Mm. Like being able to just sit at my desk and play uh, the game and then just like uh, pick it up and leave and still play the game. It's fucking yeah. awesome. And if Nintendo would have chosen to go the other route and just go for uh, hardware specs, they would always lose out because there's computers yeah. and there's Xbox and there's PS4. This is this and, was really the only option. Yeah, like everyone's like, oh, I just wanted them to make a PS4. And that's like, <laughs> no, you don't want that. Why would you want three consoles to do the exact same thing? Yeah, and this is a much more modern gaming system because it's really like you can have one Switch, you can bring it to your friend and you can both play. And uh, it's, it's just, I don't know, it's it's great. Yeah. It's hard I, to put it into words. I really like everything they have uh, they have done about this about the switch. It's obviously underpowered, but I don't think I don't think it matters really. Like everyone's Not like, oh, it's no underpowered. <laughs> it it's gonna be fucking fucking bad. I don't think it's a problem. The only problem I can find is the fact that it's not gonna be enough enough storage on it. I'm probably gonna have to either buy physical games, without, which I'm not really that much about. Or I'm gonna have to use multiple uh, SD cards, which I'm also not very much, very <laughs> excited to do. Me too. No. Yeah, that's true. But at the same time, when it comes to like, and when it comes to physical games on my 3DS, 
what the reason I don't like it is because I'm not I'm only carrying my 3ds i'm not carrying any mm. accessories or anything with it i don't have a bag for it but the thing with the switch is that that one's going to be a lot larger you're going to need a bag for it mm. to have all the things you need in it and obviously you can carry the switch on its own um but you're probably going to have to have a bag and if you have a bag you have slots for physical games so that yeah just fixes the the main issue with uh, physical games for me on a portable platform. If this would have come out sooner, maybe so many game uh, stores wouldn't have uh, gone bankrupt <laughs> or like uh, shut down. I yeah, probably. Uh, so basically, what I think I'm going to do with the Switch is that, like the main games like Breath of the Wild and Mario, the games that I'm gonna come back to, and like Mario Kart, like the games that like the main stable games that I'm going to play multiple times or come back to, you know, they're going yeah. to be, I'm going to play them, di- uh, buy them digitally. And then we have like the, the games that either have very large file sizes or games that I'm going to play once or something like that. I'm going to buy those um, physically. Yeah. Or maybe Sounds I'll just good. delete them and re-download them if I want to play them again. I don't know. That's true. You can always do that. Yeah. That's actually an underrated thing to do, I guess. Obviously, that depends on what their um, what their services for saving and stuff like that. If mm. like if the save file is tied to this to the game itself, so if you delete the game, you delete your save file. That's not very fun. But if they no, have some sucks. kind of backup save backup system, I think the 3DS actually has a save backup system. So if they have something like that implemented on the Switch. Um, Obviously, I think I'm then I'm probably gonna go all in on on portable. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we have two things left here. So, uh, one of these we have the online services, and I don't think we get, I don't want to talk too much about the online services because we don't really know that much about them yet. Yeah, but, uh, but they said one thing about it. Yeah. Uh, what what we do know about the online services is that it's gonna it's gonna be paid, but it's gonna be free, basically until fall twenty seventeen. So it's gonna be free until like September October around there, and that's when you're gonna have to start paying. We don't know what the price will be, but uh, this service will include a free NES or SNES game every month. Mm. However. It's not like PlayStation Plus, where you get to play the games as long as you're a member, or as Xbox Live Gold, uh, Games with Gold, where you get the games forever. Um, These games are only playable during the month they're assigned. So if you like the game after uh, after the month is over, you're going to have to play them. Uh, You're going to have to buy them. Yeah, so this is, I guess it's good, but it's... Maybe it's definitely like, it. uh, like objectively, it's definitely the worst free game service among the consoles. Um, yeah. Since you're not actually getting any games, you're just kind of renting them for a month. Yeah. And you can't even decide which game you want to rent. <laughs> but it's good for Nintendo. They'll get cash, and people will start playing the games, and then they'll be like, "Yeah, uh, I kind of want to continue, so I'll buy it." Yeah. I suppose. But so, maybe they'll change it. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we have the last news story here. Damn, this is just a, just a grind with all these news stories. <laughs> so many news stories. 
Yeah, so the last story here is that Fire Emblem Nintendo Direct is coming next week on January 18th. And, uh, I mean, presumably, uh, they said this will focus on Fire Emblem Warriors. However, I I wouldn't be surprised if they're actually going to talk about the Fire Emblem mobile game that's supposed to come out in 2017 as well. Exactly, that's true. We haven't heard anything more about it than that it's going to be coming out. Yeah, and maybe we'll even hear about some kind of new Fire Emblem game for the Switch, like the the next mainline Fire Emblem game. But, I mean, let's be honest, the, the Fire Emblem Warriors, it has to be the same thing as Hyrule Warriors. Yeah, right? obviously. Like, it's, it's Hyrule yeah. Warriors with Fire Emblem. And I'm really excited about that, actually. Like, yeah. Hyrule Warriors was pretty all right. Like, it was a, it was a cool game. It was fun. <laughs> And mm. this time around, it's going to be with Fire Emblem characters. And there are it's much so more many characters. <laughs> and, and everyone is a fighter, basically. It's so fitting. Yeah. And personally, what, what I think they're going to do with the game is, uh, if, you haven't, if you haven't played Fire Emblem, every character is kind of assigned to a class. You know? Like, every character almost has, like, a class. There are, like... Um, like yeah, there is the paladin and there is the, the great knight. And yeah, there are different classes. I, what I think they're going to do, since Fire Emblem has so many characters, what I think they're going to do is they're going to assign the characters to different classes. That way, they could have like a huge amount of characters. That's a good idea. So basically, like Marth and Krom would basically play the exact same way. Yeah. For example. Maybe have some different stats or something that makes them unique, but yeah. still have the same moves. Yeah, but basically, like, they're overall the same. And that way, they can please as many Fire Emblem fans as possible, because, like, Fire Emblem has, like, 30 characters per game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. And that's why Smash has so many Fire Emblem characters, because the Fire Emblem characters, there are so many of them, and there are so many that are eligible for a game like this. Exactly. Everyone is just a sage or a or a fighter or a warrior and it's like it's so fitting yeah like everyone's eligible to be in the game uh unlike a lot of the franchises and that's why there are so many of them in smash and that's why this game makes so much sense i'm gonna go ahead and say that this game is gonna be five times no i'm not gonna say five times but it's gonna be better than hyrule warrior basically it's gonna be really good it's gonna be solid yeah i think it's gonna be a pretty good game uh, so yeah, that's pretty much it for the news. Whew. One hour and seven mm-hmm. minutes. Oh, maybe it's oh. a little bit different for you. I mean, we've been cutting and stuff. So, all right. <laughs> um, we'll see you with the topic after this. All right, it's time for the topic. Today's topic is Switch Prediction Roundup. So last week, we made... Uh, some predictions about what we thought would happen during the presentation and the information around it. And right now we're going to round up all of our presentations and see who won. So just to, if you didn't, if you didn't listen to the last episode, we had uh, five or basically, no, we have seven main predictions, uh, two crazy predictions and one price prediction. So the main predictions, um, were worth one point each. Uh, the crazy predictions were worth two points each, and the price prediction would be 
uh, one point, I the, guess. Yeah, it would be one point and delivered to the one that was closest to the actual price of the system. So uh, let's just go through. Uh, let's start with. Um, let's My start first. with you. Let's start with you. So, yeah. what was your first prediction? So basically, Final Fantasy XV is going to come for the Switch in September and or in fall. That was that did not happen. So zero points for that. And Fuck. yes, what's your yeah. second prediction? Shouldn't we uh, have yours? Your first first? No, let's just first, go through first. all of yours. Right no, away. no, let's let's have your first. Okay, so my first prediction was that Mother Three would be revealed and it would launch in Q2 2017, and I, it didn't happen. So I got zero points. Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my second is Super Smart Super Smart Switch is a launch title, and it was obviously not a launch game and launch title. Oh, fuck, it's coming out in holiday twenty. 17 so you were wrong no yeah that's true uh so you got zero points for that so my second prediction was breath of the wild will be a launch game and it was so i got a point for that yeah that's true that's good and it, we're glad it's a launch game it's a great thing yeah uh so my third prediction was that super super smash brothers switch would launch uh, as a launch title and it's not even confirmed yeah that sucks so yeah zero points for that my third yeah. prediction <laughs> was that nintendo would show off alternate joy cons and we discussed this uh before the show they technically did but it was not the way i intended it i thought they would have like different kinds of joy cons with like different layouts and stuff like that but since they did show off show off joy cons with different colors I'll, I'm getting 0.5 points on that. Yeah. Yeah. So what Pretty is your third, what is your th- uh, fourth prediction? Yeah, we're, we're going to continue with the fails here and go with uh, Pokemon <laughs> Prism in uh, in uh, spring. Yeah, and that obviously didn't happen. What? No. <laughs> so I want that. Uh, yeah, some Yeah. You okay, so round up. You have 0 points. I have 1 point. Yeah. One and a half, I think. No? Uh, yeah, one and a half, right. Yeah, uh, one and a half. So, um, my next prediction was that Retro Studios game will be revealed, and it's not Metroid or Donkey Kong. And Retro Studios games game wasn't revealed, so zero points. Technically, it's not Metroid or Donkey Kong, because it's nothing. But, <laughs> but no points Five for that. Five points! <laughs> <laughs> Mario Party 11 for Switch September. That's my uh, uh, fifth or yeah. sixth? Fifth prediction. Yeah, my fifth prediction. And uh, no, we did not see any Mario Party. But if if they happen to confirm it like uh, this next week, they're like, oh, we forgot. Mario Party 11. I get 10 points. That <laughs> happens. Uh, all right, so my fifth prediction was that Super Mario Switch was officially revealed, and it was as Super Mario Odyssey, and it would launch in fall 2017, and I was right about that. I mean, fall... Yeah. I think holiday it's, I is think correct. Holiday is... Uh, fall is close enough to holiday. It's it's winter, basically. Yeah, I mean, still. they kind of they kind of overlap, so... Yeah, 
My my six. So I got one point for that. Yeah. So you have uh, two and a half now. Yes. And I have zero points. <laughs> and and here comes the one that will grab all the points. Because right. it gives points even if it's not true. F Zero NX, the best F Zero ever launch title. Didn't happen. Yeah, it's it's not, it's not <laughs> true. It didn't happen. So are you going into your backup predictions or Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm so if you didn't my... Yeah, basically we both had five predictions for the show last week, but we also have backups in case we would have similar predictions and since we both had uh too many predictions. Um, yeah. we just kind of added our backups into the main predictions. So my first backup prediction, which is my sixth prediction, main prediction, it was Pikmin 4 w- would be announced and come out in summer 2017. And that, that didn't happen. Didn't happen. No. And my, my first backup is Dark Souls would be re-released for the Switch and it didn't happen either. Yeah. So, and my, um... Then my other back, my other prediction here is that Mario Kart 8 is Double Dash 2, and it would come out on launch day, and that was both That's wrong. No. Technically, like Mario Kart 8 has some uh, elements of Double Dash, but it's not Double Dash 2. So, uh, all right, no points. let's head into crazy predictions. Final Fantasy 16 Switch exclusive, <laughs> and that obviously didn't happen. <laughs> all right no. so my crazy prediction was f-zero switch and that didn't happen so my second prediction was nintendo virtual reality headset it happened <laughs> didn't you guys see it happened yeah that no didn't it didn't happen, happen. <laughs> <laughs> hey by the way, I just started thinking about this right now. Didn't I switch my F-Zero Switch prediction? Since I think you so. predicted F-Zero Switch? Yeah. So, I don't know, I like, so. didn't I change that? Did you get points for the things you changed it to? I don't know. I don't remember what I changed it to. I guess we're going to have to listen back to the last episode to find out. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Let's see if it matters in the end. <laughs> Yeah. So, what's your what's your next uh, crazy prediction? I think I have uh, said mine. I had ah. two. Ah, and my my second crazy prediction was Mitomo will be the base for Me Maker, and they didn't say anything about that. So, I mean, it's technically up in the air, but we don't know yet. Yeah. Final Fantasy sixteen might be a Switch exclusive. <laughs> Probably will happen, but we we don't know yet. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> price. Uh, my price prediction was that there would be two versions one at 249 and one at 299 and one at 299 would include a game and that was obviously all wrong i mean there were technically two versions and there was and it would did cost 299 however it did not include a game so if your prediction is closer to the actual thing than my prediction is you will get the point so what is your price so my prediction was 308 dollars no. So I, I'm the closest. I'm the closest. <laughs> your your guess was two ninety nine. We corrected that because three hundred eight <laughs> would never be the price for anything. I just wanted to be. I thought that you would say maybe three hundred nine. So I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll pick three hundred eight. <laughs> anyway, your prediction was two ninety nine and two fifty two forty nine. 
Yeah. So, and since there were two versions, so you're right about that. Yeah. Uh, there were, uh, however, one of them they did not include a game, and they're both the same. And one of them was two ninety nine, and it was not two different price points. But you were closer to the actual so thing, I get so you point. get the point for that. Yeah. So what is the final score? What's your final score? Uh, I think I have one point. Yes, you have one point, and I have two point <laughs> five. So I win. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I won the switch predictions. So yeah, that's the switch predictions that's, show. Yeah, and you're the winner. It's I think your predictions were pretty good actually. I you had the two that was actually really on point the Zelda and the Super Mario Switch so it's really good yeah um yeah yeah that's pretty much it that's it for the Switch pre prediction pre roundup uh, and I guess we'll jump straight into the pitch after this it's time for the pitch and as I said in the intro the pitch is a little bit different this week um, instead of actually pitching a game, we're going to pitch Nintendo on some games they should get on the Switch. Yeah! So, Wee. I'm going to list up five games that I want to see on the Nintendo Switch, and then we'll go with your five. Yeah. So, uh, the first one here is Overcooked. Overcooked. Overcooked is... Yeah, Overcooked is a game that we played on the channel. Uh, it's on PC, PS4, and Xbox One, I think. Um, and Overcooked is an awesome uh, cooperative and um, co um, competitive local multiplayer game. And that is that's exactly really that's exactly what fits on the Switch. Like, and the controls are simple enough that you can just put your Switch up in the tabletop mode in like fucking a restaurant or whatever and just hand the uh, a Joy-Con over to the person next to you and you can just play Overcooked. It's perfect. Yeah. The time limit on on uh, the, the things are like five minutes. It's perfect for just something to just sit down and play. Overcooked is a perfect Nintendo Switch game. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's actually a really good idea. Yeah. So my next prediction... Uh, no, prediction. Should my I next take my... Prediction or should we take? No, I, I, I'll take mine all, all my five and then I'll go to you. Yeah, that sounds good. All right, so the next game on my list is Gang Beasts. Have you seen this game? No, I have not seen this game. So, Gang Beast is like this physics based, uh, like brawling game. Basically, you have these like people that just like they look like they're just bugging around. <laughs> <laughs> like it looks really weird, but it's like this co uh, couch co-op game basically, and oh, you just kind of fight each other. Like the ba the the goal of the game is to kind of be, kind of throw the peoples of the of the edge of 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 the fighting place. I and, I see now. This game is uh, a few uh, YouTubers have played it. Yeah, and the game is just perfect for the Switch. And again. It's, I think, I don't know the com the controller, the control uh, scheme or anything like that, but it looks simple enough for something that you can uh, just throw on the, the Joy-Con controllers and play anywhere. 
It's it's very good. It's actually a very good idea. It's very yeah. similar to um, to Overcooked in the way that it can be controlled very simply. Yeah. Uh, all right. So then the the next game I want to see on the Nintendo Switch is Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we this is a game we've also played on this this channel, and. Why I think Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes would fit so well on the Switch is that it's a portable device. So yeah. the premise of Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes is that the uh, you have uh, two or more players. One player uh, is basically holding the bomb uh, or has the bomb in front of them on the actual TV screen or computer monitor or VR headset, which is the main place to play the game. Um, and the person who is the bomb diffuser is not allowed to see the the bomb defusal manual, which all the other players will have. And the game is all about the bomb diffuser explaining what the bomb looks like so that the bomb experts can tell the bomb diffuser what to do to defuse the bomb. Yeah, basically. So how would you imagine that would work? Because we only have one screen, right? Yeah, but uh, obviously, like, uh, and that's the, the way you use it already. You either print it out or you put it on an iPad or something or a computer screen. By the way, don't the Switch have a, a touchpad? Yeah. It's the, is it the screen that's it touchable? It has a touchscreen. It does have a yeah. touchscreen. A capacitive touchscreen. Touch Multi-touch touchscreen and all that stuff. Yeah. So basically, I, I just imagine, imagine you have this, uh, like a living room, and uh, one person sits in, in like a corner of the living room, you know, sitting and can only see the screen by its own. And then all the other people have like the bomb defusal manual on the table and all this stuff. And... Uh, they are not allowed to see the screen. The person with the screen is not allowed to see the manuals. Yeah, that would be pretty good, actually. Would be yeah. Pretty fun. Then you can sit in the same room. It's Or in different rooms. It's yeah. Cool. Um, so the next game I want to see on Nintendo Switch is Hasbro Game Channel. Okay, what is this? <laughs> what is this? Isn't Hasbro making toys? Yeah, so, I mean, Hasbro makes uh, uh, toys, they make tabletop games and all that stuff. So Ubisoft released uh, Hasbro Games Channel in, I think, 2014 on PlayStation 4, uh, Xbox One, and I think PC, I don't know. Mm. And what this is, this is basically Monopoly, Risk, uh, Trivial Pursuit, and some <laughs> other games. And you're playing them on the TV, and this is perfect for the Switch. Yeah. Like, you can just, like, you basically have portable Monopoly. <laughs> you have every game you want to have. It's like, you don't have to go out and buy a Monopoly or whatever you want to play. Yeah. You can just, yeah, let's just fire up the Switch and play whatever. Yeah, like, you could, you could even just, if you just bring your dock, like, you're at, like, some kind of party or whatever, like, and you just want to play a game together. Uh, you just kind of set up the dock, set up the the screen, give people controllers, and now you're playing Monopoly on the TV. Yeah, or you can you even can just... put it up in 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 tabletop mode, and you're just playing Monopoly on the table. 
yeah, exactly. You can put it, put the switch on the table uh, the, without plugging it into the hub and use the touch screen. Yeah, that would work too. It's it, it would per, it would fit perfectly. You have these other games like Risk and uh, Trivial Pursuit, and it, it would be like it's all based on local multiplayer. It would be perfect. You know, this this is actually one of my ideas too. I had the the same thing <laughs> uh, uh, because it's so smart. It's like uh, I I wrote down uh, let's see, platform for having several board games. <laughs> <laughs> That's so. I mean, it's like you can just have any board game you want. It's, it's yeah. cool. Um, so my last game I want to see. On, oh, I actually have like um, an honorable mention to begin to start with, uh, and that's Guitar Hero Live. Uh, it's it's a game that I would personally not buy for the Switch because I already have all the access all the accessories for um, for my PS4. However, if I were to buy Guitar Hero Live today. Uh, when the Switch was out, I would have bought it for the Switch. Like, that's a game, that's a portable game. Like, you can just bring it with you. <laughs> yeah. Play Guitar Hero anywhere you go. Yeah. Like, you, you can just bring it to friend. people's houses and bring the guitars and all that stuff. That's would be really amazing. cool, actually. So, and yeah, my last game on the list is Jackbox Party Pack. Jackbox Party Pack. Do you know what this game is? No, I don't. But is it good? Have you heard about Quiplash? Uh, no. This like this is probably like one of the best local multiplayer games I have ever seen. Uh, basically, what it is is that you you set up. It's on like PS4. It's on a PC and Xbox One and all that. <clears throat> yeah. And um, you basically you take your phone and you go to like uh, Jackbox.tv or something like that, and then. On the TV where the game is running, there's this code that will go up on screen. And you go into the website, you enter this code on your phone, and then you use your phone as a controller. Hmm. And basically what you do is that uh, in a game like Quiplash, for example, which is my favorite among the games, uh, you will basically get a bunch of questions. Yeah. Uh, and everyone gets different questions. And what you have to do on your phone is write... Um, the 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 answer that you think is the funniest answer to the to the question. <laughs> so, uh, as an example, like, uh, what do you call your friend's butt? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you just kind of write some joke, like some quip, you know, like, wh- what do you think is the funniest answer? And then you get the mo- most points if you get if most people pick your answer. So it kind of is like card games against humanity, but with custom answers. Yeah, basically. Yeah, kind of like that. So and yeah. you use your phones. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, and it's obviously the more fun if you have like a lot of people, like eight people. I think eight people is the most you can have. Um, this is perfect for the Switch. Yeah, it's fucking perfect. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> you have the Switch on the table and every answer just shows up. You yeah. get to have your six-hour battery time because this is not going to take much at all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I mean, all of these games would be fucking perfect. And it's, I have bought some of them already. I would definitely buy them on the Switch again. Uh, yeah. Like, maybe even Guitar Hero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, what else? Uh, no. Um, 
but yeah, uh, Jackbox Party Pack has some other um, mini games as well. Quiplash is my favorite among them, and there has been Jackbox Party Pack, Party Pack Two, and Party Pack Three. So I would think either they are porting Party Pack Three to the Switch, or Party Pack Four comes to the Switch or something like that. Mm. But like, if the developers of this game do not see how perfect the Switch is for this, <laughs> I don't even I don't know like. Like this game that would, has to come to the Nintendo Switch. It just and has to. This is what's to. so great with the Switch. Yeah, it's like it's not only games. It's like it's board games and everything. Yeah, it's just it's like gaming comes back to its original nature and just yeah, like it's just glorious. Like when you have these like game nights and all this stuff. Like this is literally everything you would need. The Switch would be the one little box you need to have hours yeah. and hours and hours of fun. And this like, is like the the best thing ever. Yeah, like you would have Mario Kart. You would hopefully have like um, uh, Smash Bros. And you would have all these games that we just talked about. And you could have yeah. like. I don't know everything. Yeah, it's, it's, it's it's everything. It's like board games, Smash Bros. Uh, you have Mario Kart. You have uh, one, two, three uh, Switch. Yeah, and one, everything. two Switch and like Arms or like there. There would be so many of these awesome multiplayer awesome. games. Yeah, exactly. Because if you look at the Xbox, it's like you don't have many multiplayer games that you can play with normal people. Yeah, it's like it's. Do you have Call of Duty? Yeah, we'll we'll play online. Okay, later, bro. Yeah, it's like, exactly. It's so unsocial, and there's like there is very few multiplayer games, and even fewer who you can play in the same place. And even if you can play uh, on the same uh, system, it's it's not good. It's not fun. You have to have experience with it. This is something that anyone can just take out to their friends and play together because it's so intuitive yeah and like just imagine like oh you're at a, you're at like a friend's place and you're like oh what are we gonna do like uh, like maybe you've been like having fun for a while and like oh what do we do now you know and yeah. you're like oh we can we can play this game like oh no it's at my house <laughs> in, and that would and like obviously like oh let's just go to your house but what you could do instead is just oh here's my switch let's just fucking play it now <laughs> yeah it's fucking amazing like it's i'm it's so really, excited for the system there is so many uses because this is this is one of the best things the social aspect is one of the best things should i go through my uh, my uh, predictions or my wanted games yeah for the system so oscar on more has more like uh concepts of games rather than actual games yeah so the first concept i had was any RPG game, really, any RPG game, because RPG games take a lot of time to get through. Uh, often they don't, I mean, some of them have really much focus on the graphics, but we they have take RPGs a lot of time. Coming, we have RPGs coming to the Switch. We have, I mean, Zelda is kind of an RPG, but not really an RPG. But we have a Dragon Quest Eleven is coming to the Switch. Exactly. We have Xenoblade is kind of an RPG game. Yeah. We also have Skyrim. So what I was wrote down on this is Tales of Grace because it was on the Wii, I think. And uh, I, I really like the Tales of series. I have not uh, played Tales of Graces, but I think it would be really good because you can spend like 60 hours uh, on it. 
if you can take it with you or just move around. All right. Basically, if if you are like living with your parents, and you have their television, like I had when I was younger, then it's hard to play a game that takes a long time uh, using television. But if you have the switch that you can remove and play by yourself, it's much better. Yeah, it's a good point. It's a good point. Uh, so uh, the second uh, one uh, game that I took up is God of War or Doom. All right. So Please that's, explain that's two, I guess. two very different games. <laughs> <laughs> what I was, uh, what this, the point of this was, is that you want the, mature games on the Switch. I want mature games exactly. So I, I want something that's uh, God of War is pretty mature, or Doom is pretty bloody, and so on. And it yeah. would, uh, it would really like boost uh, the switch. I think. It's, yeah, uh, I I, re- I want to see some shooters on the switch because I really want to see how good the actual controller is. For yeah. because a a shooter is the real test for seeing how good a controller is for a game. Like if you can actually handle a game like Doom, well on the Nintendo Switch controller, then it's actually a good controller. Then you have a viable like uh, FPS console. Yeah. No, first-person shooter. Yeah. I just realized that first-person shooter and frame rate is the same thing. Frames per second. Yeah. <laughs> FPS. Okay. How many FPS do you have on your console? <laughs> I have uh, two. <laughs> I have two FPS. Call, call, call of War. No, wait. Call of Duty and Halo. <laughs> so uh, my third... Uh, concept or game is uh, indie games basically so you want to see the Switch have a strong indie presence yes and I think it's there's definitely potential for it because indie games often experiment with different game mechanics right yeah and we have a touch screen and we have controllers and we have controllers that actually have motion controls and we have some kind of camera that can see if you make a, a scissor or a paper or a stone yeah. uh, when you do rock, paper, scissors. So I think that a lot of indie games should be able to prosper on this console. Yeah. Uh, so the fourth one is kind of uh, for, the, for the lols. <laughs> it's, uh, it's Rayman 3, but instead of using the controls, you, you punch the controls to throw your hands and punch things in the game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is what something that I think a lot of people are not really talking about with this game is that this is like the first time something like that is actually possible. Because you have you have two sticks on the controllers. So yeah. you can you can move and you can change the camera and all that and you can punch. Like you don't have to, you don't have to like switch between like oh now I'm gonna aim the camera and now like blah blah like on Wii. Now I'm gonna punch. Yeah. Yeah. Like oh hold this button to change the camera angle and shit. Like you have an analog, you have an analog stick for it, and this is like the first time you can actually have something like that and actually work. Yeah, it would be really good. I guess yeah. the Wii probably could have done it too, but this is really good. Uh, so my my. Fifth, I think. Um, I, I put down like a few concepts, mm-hmm. but let's let's talk about WarioWare. 
Oh my god. Switch. We so need a WarioWare. And we also need WarioWare on mobile. We really need WarioWare on mobile. Yeah. So, I mean, on mobile, you could use a lot of features, like you could shake the phone or something and, and use the touchscreen. Yeah. But you can do that on the Switch too. Yeah, and the so Switch has a lot of different hardware that WarioWare could just play around with. It would be pretty much amazing. Yeah. Like you have you have a multi-touch screen for the first time on a Nintendo platform. You have that IR motion camera. You have, um, what's it called? The HD rumble. You have um, the motion controls and all the different yeah. controller configurations. Like it's it's ripe for, for WarioWare and the Rhythm Heaven. Yeah, exactly. So I want to see either of those two games on the Switch. It's going to be amazing. So that was my five. I actually also write down, uh, like I said earlier, earlier platform for having several board games. <laughs> so I think it's fun that you actually brought that up because yeah. it's really something that fits the, the console. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anything to wrap, anything to wrap this up? Uh, I think the main strong uh, point of the Switch is going to be how uh, how much freedom it gives the developers to make games for it. Because it has motion controls, it has uh, the portable uh, thing going on. It has so many features, so you can really get creative with the designs of the games. And that's what I think has been the major problem in the gaming industry is that games have gone stale. Yeah. It's there have been a lot of first person shooters and such on the on the PS4 and the Xbox. And the, the Wii U didn't sell much, so we didn't have much on that front, but we had a lot of first person shooters, no party games. Just the gaming scene was growing stale, and now I think a lot of people are going to be attracted to the Switch and developing for the Switch to get some of that creativity out. And I hope that the Switch sells enough so that actually developers can because i think they want to develop for it i just want them to have a reason economically yeah. to do it also yeah so exactly. that it sell. i hope it sells good so they get both those reasons yeah exactly uh yeah i think that's pretty much it um yeah hmm. anything to yeah. wrap up the episode do you have anything? Uh, no, not really. I think we're wanted. done. I think we're pretty much done. Yeah. Uh, actually, let's let's end on this on this note. Um, are you buying a? You're not buying a switch, right? I always said I was not going to buy the switch. Yeah, but, but that's I'm that's actually, mostly because that's mostly because of financial reasons, why? Right. Yeah, exactly. I'm probably going to be moving in the near future. I I don't have the cash, but after having seen. Uh, now I feel I should buy a Switch, but probably yeah. later. So basically, your situation is you're gonna buy it when you can, as soon as you can. Probably. Yeah, I'm going to buy it on launch. I've already pre-ordered mine. Uh, I I have like a setup. I, I I've thought about like what things I would buy for it, and uh, like obviously since the the accessories are so expensive, I don't know if I can actually buy all of these things. But the things that I would like to buy are yeah. obviously the Switch itself. I want to buy an, a, a separate docking station. I want to buy uh, a total of three Pro Controllers, but I think I'm going to start with one since they're so expensive. But I want to have three in the end. Mm. 
maybe even a second set of uh, of um, of the, what, what are they called? The Joy Cons. Um, yeah. Actually, so you can maybe, get that all red or all blue. Yeah, and also <laughs> you have like you have like games like Arms, right, where you need two sets of controllers. Yeah. Um, so maybe I I think the 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 most optimal set of controllers in order to be able to have four players, uh, and maybe even mm-hmm. more, like it would be uh, to have like um, two sets of Joy Cons, two grips, and then two Pro controllers. Two sets of Joy Cons, two grips, and two yeah yeah. Then you have then you have basically you can let four people play with a fully assembled controller. And you can yeah. even uh, detach uh, the the Joy Cons, and you can make that into four players. And now you have uh, a six player, six uh, available for six players. Yeah. And if you didn't want to have a pro controller at all, you could technically have four sets of Joy Cons and make that into eight controllers. But I don't want. I want to have <laughs> pro controllers. So. Yeah, pro controllers are great. Yeah, and the Joy Con and Joy Con grip sets—they're even more expensive. So. But yeah, I think yeah, cash is gonna flow. Yeah, so I I think what I'm going to have is the the Joy Cons that you get with the system, uh, and at launch I'm gonna have obviously the Joy Con, um, the Pro Controller, uh, Legend of Zelda, uh, Breath of the Wild, uh, uh, the biggest SD card I can find. <laughs> yeah, and maybe a secondary docking station, depending on financially if I can do it or not. So that's gonna be my launch, um, my launch uh, wish list <laughs> for the Switch, <laughs> and eventually build up to get three Pro controllers because you you just need to have more controllers. Yeah, this it's always been the case with the Nintendo uh, products because they're social. You need yeah. lots of controllers. Yeah, and especially like when Mario Kart's coming out and and uh, Smash Bros specifically, like you just need to have more controllers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be semi costly, but it's like if you have like this console, you can just invite people and you can play. If you have friends that are gamers too, it's gonna be epic. Yeah. Um, and actually, another point I want to end on is that uh, a lot of people are like, oh, this is gonna be another Wii U. Like, oh, it's a fucking failure. You know, like, oh, it's not it's not powerful as the other consoles. It's not gonna be able to run the third party games. And yeah, like yeah, this this kind of sound like pretty bad, but honestly, I really don't care if this is just Wii U too. No, I, I, what do you mean? Like, I really don't give a shit if this is just Wii U too, because I really enjoyed the Wii U. The Wii U had like uh, a pretty solid amount of uh, of first party games that are some of the best games they've ever made, and. If like, and obviously since they're not making 3DS games as well, hopefully they're going to discontinue it in the fir- in like this year or next year. This means yeah. that Nintendo will have all their attention at the, on the Switch. So mm-hmm. the worst case scenario for the Switch will be Wii U times two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that is fucking awesome. Like I, <laughs> I'm I'm, I'm really excited for that. Like, if that's the worst-case scenario for the system, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's true, that's true. It's like they have, um, they, they made games for the 3DS and the Wii U before, 
And yeah. actually, the Wii U had a few games that made me want to buy the console. But it was they kind of got a bad reputation to begin with. Yeah, uh, like, I think it's mainly it, it was like Wii a meme. U. Like I'm not gonna buy a Wii U. That was like a meme. So yeah, it's it's like the world is ready for the Switch, yeah. and it's not the Wii Wii Three. It's 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 gloriously good that it's not a, another Wii U in name. Yeah, but that it still takes the good parts of the Wii U. And applies them. Yeah, exactly. It's a more mature Wii U in some way that actually can. And no, it's and not a Wii U, they, but it's it's good. Yeah, and this also has advantages over the Wii U is because the the Wii U was it was a system like that was a console. This is something I actually want. Like yeah. this is something I want above the games themselves. Like I bought the Wii U for the games, obviously. Yeah, and, like the gamepad looks cool. Like it looks cool. Like oh, you can play off the TV and whatever. And but the Switch is actually a system I want. This is a system that looks nice. It's a system that that actually looks really, uh, really well made. And I love that the controllers are like um, swappable out, and there are different kind of ways to play the game. Like hardware wise, yeah. like I would buy this console based on the hardware alone. I mean, this is more than a console. It's more than a gaming application console. This can be something that can be used for many things. Yeah. And if we look at the design, the, the Wii U, I don't especially like the design. It feels big. Yeah, it looks like a Fisher-Price tablet. That's what everyone's calling it. Yeah. But this thing looks slick, and we know that it's the technology in it is really well-adjusted to its size. It's, it's the latest sh technology shit. Yeah. It's it's good. It's good, basically. So this has a more quality to it. Yeah. So like, if you look at that, like the fact that this can't be worse than the Wii U, it at the least is going to be Wii U times two. And like, if you look at the 3DS library, the 3DS library is even better than the Wii U library. So if you just add the 3DS library and the Wii U library and put them together, that's the worst case scenario for the system, and that's really <laughs> fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is. I think this is gonna be great, and I really hope so. Yeah, and the fact that this, uh, the actual hardware is good and it embodies what I love about video games is the fact that you can play. Uh, like this is what exactly what I wanted, and what I've been missed so much about having a PS4 or a PC. The fact that you can yeah. oh, you can sit and play it, and then you can just something as simple as just bringing it to the coffee table. Yeah, like bringing it out of your room, like. Just as simple as like being able to go to the bathroom with the system, <laughs> like something as small as that. The fact that it doesn't, it's not like bolted down in at your entertainment center. You can just bring it with you, even if it's just a, a short distance, just all the way to the kitchen or uh, like another room in your house, like or even as far as across the world. Like the fact that it's not just bolted down in your room. That's what I love about so much about the system. Yeah. And based yeah. on that alone is why I'm buying the system. The fact that it's going to have fucking Zelda and Mario mm -hmm. and who knows what else coming to the system is If this amazing. is a success, also Nintendo is going to get uh, money to just publish shit ton of good games. And yeah. we know that when they make games, they're, they're fucking amazing at it. It's yeah. like, you see this Nintendo, the Mario trailer. I really like that one. I really thought it reminded me of Nintendo 64. When I saw the real world uh, part, 
I thought, yeah, that's another painting in the 64 world. And I thought, like, that's pretty okay. That's pretty cool. You can interact with the environment, jump over whatever. People had, like, yeah. a rope. They did this thing. This is just, like, another cool stage. I didn't think, oh, my God, it's Sonic. I thought, like, <laughs> oh, my God, this is another cool painting in Super Mario 64. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's the case, actually. Yeah. yeah. I have a lot of faith in, in uh, Nintendo when it comes to game development. Yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited for the for the Switch, and I think we have like solid evidence that this is going to be a good system. Like even without third party support, like this is going to be a very solid system. And mm. uh, like everyone say, like oh, it's not gonna have third party support. Like yeah, 3ds had tons of third party support, like from <laughs> Japanese third party. Like it's just Western third party that's not on on board. And as yeah. long as we have everyone that made games for the, for the 3DS making games for the Switch, which seems to be the case, by the way, we're golden. Mm. Like, we're fine. Yeah. And obviously it would be better if Ubisoft or EA or Activision stayed the course, but uh, we don't know yet. And, I mean, we ho- I hope they do. Um, like, uh, I hope they don't just like, oh, let's port fucking Mass Effect to it and hope it sells. Like, that's <laughs> not going to work. You have to make games for the system, specifically. Yeah. But I mean, when EA came forth and said they were releasing FIFA on the system, I, I mean, it's it seems like a good omen. Yeah. I think. Let's hope for the best. And uh, yeah, that's it for our Nintendo Switch extravaganza episode. Yes, thanks a lot for... There was a lot of Nintendo Switch talk. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, this should just be... Switch, 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 switch. We should, we should just uh, change the name of this podcast to Switch Talk. Yeah, <laughs> we should just make a, like a Switch mention counter. Like how many times was Switch mentioned? That would be so, so annoying. And every time somebody mentions Switch, it's just like, ding! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If we if we ever hire an editor, we can do that. <laughs> like yeah. your job is to find every time we say switch and put a pling on it. <laughs> <Good job. laughs> Alright, yeah. So if you like this video, please like, share, um subscribe. Yeah. Rate five stars. Yes, rate five stars. <laughs> that was that was times. Yeah, and uh, press the press the notification buttons to see when the yeah, next video. Yeah, yes, you have to press the bell. Like you have to bell the video, uh, so you get notifications when my videos are released. Also, please go check out our the last episode of uh, the Arcade. Um, yeah, we played Super Smash Bros. Yeah, we played Super Smash. We had played a ten minute Smash. Oscar and I was really fun, and it's really intense. I play as Little Mac, he plays as Captain Falcon. Uh, more intense battles are rare. And so uh, yeah, go watch that video, it's really fun. And um, maybe DL Arcade comes back in the future. I don't, I really don't know yet. But yeah, thanks for watching, and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.